fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This should uh, speak volumes to you. There's a new poll out. It shows that the border is the number one problem. Now, you would think the economy would be number two, taking a poll of average Americans. You know what number two is? Something I don't think I've ever seen before in a poll. Government. Number one is the border. Number two is government. I don't even know what that entails. I know what that means to me. Uh, And number three is the economy. And government is a problem. They are interfering everywhere. And uh, now we have Steve Baker, our investigative journalist with the uh, Blaze Media. He has been covering January 6th and doing research on this since January 6th. Uh, He's been working as a journalist on this. The FBI has issued a uh, warrant for him to turn himself in tomorrow. We don't know what the charges are. No idea. Wait until you hear what they suggested he wear to turn himself in. I I don't know about you, but I would be vomiting blood the night before that I was turning myself in. Steve is with us. We'll see how he feels and get the whole story in 60 seconds. First, here's some irony for you. You know what kind of scams are on the rise these days? IRS scams. Now, I... You know, at first I thought, well, of course, it's the IRS. They're scamming everybody all the time. No, it means that people are stealing identities and then stealing your IRS checks. And then you lose it to them and you still have to pay the IRS. Wouldn't that be great? You need LifeLock. Your personal information is exposed so often, it's dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. That's why you have to understand cybercrime and identity theft. It affects you all the time, and if it hasn't yet, it will. It's easy to protect yourself with LifeLock by Norton. All you have to do is join. Save 25% right now off your first year with the promo code BECK. 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25% at lifelock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. Steve, been praying for you this week. Uh, I know many members of the audience are doing the same. This is crazy what's about to happen to you tomorrow. Yeah, I've always been more worried about my unpaid parking tickets from college. You yeah, know? yeah. You are a you're a nice, gentle, regular guy, and do you even know what the charges are? No, they haven't told us yet. Uh, back, Is that usual? Uh, no, back uh, two and a half years ago, when they initially uh, threatened me uh, and said that I would be arrested within the week in November of twenty one, they actually told my attorney at the time what the charges were going to be then. But because I'm a little outspoken and vocal about what's happening with me, uh, we were we were told at the time by an assistant U.S. attorney that a judge would not be happy with me, you know, going out to the press in the manner that I've done. So I just intensified that and accelerated that and 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 lit that candle brighter uh yeah i know i see the look on your face i see the look on your face what right is it for them to say 
we're coming after you. And then when you say, hey, by the way, everybody, they're saying they're coming after me. They haven't said why they're coming after me. This is all I've done. Why would why would you be in trouble for defending yourself in the public square? Because once they arrest you, well, now you've been arrested by the FBI. It's a really bad thing, even if you're innocent. Well, two years ago, the U.S. attorney said to my my attorney that a judge will not look favorably upon this. To which my attorney responded, are you saying that my client should forego his First Amendment right under the threat of persecution from the federal government? And she said, oh, no, we're not really saying that. We just, you know, just, oh. it's just we're concerned that, you know, for him oh, and his status. concerned I, no, I, for you. I, I, I kid you not. Now, fast forward two years under the current threat, and they won't tell me the charges this time, literally, quote, unquote, from the U.S. attorney, because he'll tweet it out. Well, what? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it for you. <laughs> yeah. Technically, the charges are under seal until you're actually arrested. So they are technically not right. in violation of any law. Right. But so tomorrow morning at seven o'clock when I arrive at the FBI field office here in Dallas, I will learn what my charges are. And what is it that you are supposed to dress how are they? What what did they advice did they give you on that? They notified my attorney that I needed to arrive in shorts, a t shirt, and flip flops. And why is that? It's easier to change into the orange jumpsuit and leg chains. <laughs> and 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 um, is that something that? everybody does do they when they bust down somebody's door do they say hey change into a t-shirt and some flip-flops <laughs> i don't think that when they bust in your door you get a you yeah. get that opportunity they, that choice when they invite people to turn themselves in i i've never seen people turn themselves in you know this is exactly what they did to the independent journalist stephen horn from raleigh north carolina coincidentally where i live and when they arrested him and they brought him in. They did exactly the same thing. They put him in an orange jumpsuit, put leg chains on him, and made him march before the magistrate in leg chains on misdemeanor offenses. That's one of the interesting parts here because uh, you don't know, as you point out, what you're being charged with. But you do know that they are misdemeanors, right? That is what they have told my attorney. So uh, why on earth would you need to be in leg chains and I mean, we, we we have prosecutors all over the country that won't charge people who've like sexually assaulted individuals with crimes and they won't hold them and they release the next day and they're going to put you in leg chains for misdemeanors. Well, let's let's start with the bigger question and we'll work our way to that specific uh, answer it is this is the first time in history since January 6th that the FBI is even involving themselves in misdemeanor offenses and with misdemeanor defendants. And swatting misdemeanor defendants with sometimes 15, 20, 25 agents swatting misdemeanor. No, they, the FBI has never done that in their history until ordered to do so by Merrick Garland's DOJ mm. after January 6th. So fast forward to this. Why are they doing that? Why are they requiring me? My, my attorney told me when he told me that this was what they were going to have me, uh, you know, requesting that I arrive dressed in flip-flops and shorts. Uh, I said, why are they doing this to me? He said, you know why? He said, you've been poking them in the eye for three years. 
This is retribution. This is mm. evil. It's just evil. When, when you have a government, I mean, I don't know if you saw the story today from California, but there was a judge in California said, you can't arrest just people on the right when Antifa was there and they were being violent, beating up these people. Mm-hmm. You arrest the people they were beating up and you don't arrest Antifa. That doesn't make any sense at all. Um, when, a, when, a, when a United States government can come after individuals. And, you know, we've been saying this from the beginning. If they'll do this to Trump, you don't think they'll do it to you? Well, the selective prosecution is exactly what's happening right here. We have uh, over 60, we have documented over 60 journalists that entered through those doors or broken windows that day. The fifth person through the broken window that day was a New York Times reporter. Uh, the New Yorker reporter, Luke Mogelson, went through the broken window, and he paralleled another independent photojournalist. They they went through the same window, paralleled. The other journalist, he had spent uh, a lot of time working on the uh, Latinos for Trump uh, campaign. Well, even though he didn't parade, he didn't um, do any protesting, he did no chanting, anything of the sort, and was contracted at the time as a video photojournalist for a TV station in Mobile, Alabama. Even though that was the groundwork laid, four misdemeanors swatted by over 20 agents at his home with red dots on his wife, his children, and of course, obviously himself at 6.30 in the morning. And then he was convicted. He said, I'm going to go to trial on this. He said, Luke Mogelson from the New Yorker. We went through the same window at the same time. And he hasn't been charged. I'm going to go stand before a judge. He did a bench trial. He was convicted on all four misdemeanors. And because he went to trial and he wasted the government's time and resources and not taking the plea deal that he was offered, uh, the, the judge put him in prison for eight months, sentenced him to eight months. They put him in a medium security facility in uh, um, uh, Georgia, where after spending the first two months in solitary confinement, and gets out into the general population, he learns from all the other prisoners that they never put misdemeanor defendants in that prison. All of the other guys were actually, they distrusted him. They thought he was some sort of plant, you know, inside the prison. They're like, people don't come here for misdemeanors. We're, you know, this is what we do for a living. We're pros. We go to prison, you know, we commit crimes right. and go to prison for a living. They, you're not supposed to be here. He goes, well, you are if you're a J6 defendant. So mentally, how are you? I have my moments. Um, I'm okay. I, you know, I've had I've had over two years to prepare for this. I've game planned it all out in my head. Um, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm not even going to try. Uh, it's, it it is my way anyway, and so I'm just going to you know prepare, pray, and uh, and then I'm going to put on my suit and tie. Good for you. And walk in with my head up. Good for you. Good for you. Um, more in just a minute with Steve Baker. He's an investigative journalist, a Blaze Media correspondent. Uh, he has been, he's the guy who worked with Congress to expose the video that was being held back. Um, and for this, he is being arraigned and arraigned tomorrow in what city? 
uh, here in Dallas. Here in Dallas. Will it happen? Will the trial happen here in Texas? No, <laughs> we will certainly be filing a motion for change of venue out of D.C., but none of those have been granted yet on J6 Jeez. cases. Because they know they can't win right. anyplace else. All right, more in just a second. Realestateagentsitrust.com. When it uh, comes to you know selling your home or uh, buying a new one, you need somebody who really knows what they're doing, has a big Rolodex. I don't know why they would have a Rolodex still, but uh, you know has a, has a lot of names in their contacts and can help you with home repairs, uh, you know, with the person that does the inspection to get to really get the job done right and make it easy for you. Somebody who has contractors that are not going to cut corners. Um, this, this is just one of the things that we look for when we're looking for a competent agent for you to recommend to you. We look for somebody who really knows how to get the job done, already has assembled a team because they've been in the business for a long time. They know which photographer is the best for your home. My company is dedicated 100% to pair you with the real estate agent that you can trust to get the job done. So whether you're buying, selling, or you just have questions, we've been helping this audience for 10 years now and billions in sales. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. It is, it's, it's amazing to me, Steve, um, that I'm doing an interview with a man that I know is innocent, who I know is a journalist, who I know just did the job of being a journalist, and tomorrow might be your first day going to jail and then prison. You know, I'll correct you on one thing. There's 60 of us that are guilty. Uh, we, we are guilty of crossing a restricted line. And that is common for law enforcement to allow the press to come inside the police line. I was going to, to say, document the public interest. Correct. There is no license. There is no credential. There is no press pass on the, the planet and you are in the United States of America local, state, or federal, that allows any journalist to cross a restricted line. But over 60 did, and only those whose voice is more on the right side of the political spectrum are being prosecuted. No one from the left. So what is your, I mean, if you care to share it, what's your game plan? I think that the first thing we have to do is find out who our judge is. Um, that's the most important aspect, uh, and it's the first major piece of the puzzle uh, because the, the judges in the, the J6 lottery, are, are <laughs> they come in all, all shapes and sizes mm -hmm. and intensities. So it, it'll depend upon whether we get a hanging judge or we get one of the more reasonable common sense. Let's say you judges. get a hanging judge and they offer you a deal. That'll, that'll be very tempting if it's one of the hanging judges to take the deal because we already know what the threat of not taking the deal is, is that would be a superseding indictment that would include a felony 
because they're going to punish you. They don't want to work. They're government employees. They don't want to do a trial. <laughs> what kind of what what kind of felony? What would they come up with as uh, a felony? It, it could be the one that's currently before the Supreme Court, the fifteen twelve obstruction of official uh, an official proceeding. Uh, they could uh, dig. dig well, first of all, show me the man and show you the crime. That yeah, they could no, come yeah. up with anything. So right. they 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 could go back years and years uh, on tax records. They could they could do anything. So it's it's not a matter of what could it possibly be that I did that day. It, it's going to be something else. But that is the punishment, and it is the threat, and they have used it in other. January 6th cases. Jeez. I know you've done a lot of work, Steve, going back on your, when you're doing your reporting and looking through all these videos, and you've been able to isolate a bunch of really interesting things that mm-hmm. no one knew about. That exonerate. Exonerate. A lot of people. Uh, and take down the police and, you know, whoever they were, FBI agents or whoever they were. And there's more coming. As a matter of fact, I just heard from a senior congressional aide this morning that there will be a very significant release tomorrow. That's all he gave me permission to say that I could say on the air today. And some of that has to do and it intersects with my work. Wow. Hmm. My question though was, do we see video of you? Because will we find, will we see this? Because I think they want to paint this idea that you were not a journalist at this, at this event. And and I think it would be pretty clear, as you said, there's cameras everywhere. All this is, you've got to be on camera all over the place. Were you doing something different than the New York Times reporters who were there? I am happy to say that myself and the Blaze team back in December, we harvested a day in the life of me ah. capital cctv cameras Great. and we will be showing that mm. excellent every second of me inside the capitol doing my job never participating in any parading milling around you know or or as they say uh um uh, you know picketing um protesting never chanting none of that we have it all on film that's fantastic. Incredible. Now, now, if you have a hanging judge, will that judge allow that to be? I mean, the fact that these cases have not been overturned, the minute we started seeing video where you're like, wait a minute, that makes that guy innocent. Yeah. And they didn't allow the attorney to have that or see that or use that. Yeah. I mean, it, the fact that those haven't been overturned yet is a real crime. A real crime. And we're continuing to work on that process. I will tell you that there is ever more evidence of the insane corruption at the top of the Capitol Police, which is which is holding back these yeah. final uh, series of documents that we need to bring justice in that those particular cases that you're referring to. Uh, they are more powerful than Congress itself. I never believed that. I had Capitol Police officers, my sources, unnamed and, and known, that have told me over and over and over again, you do not understand how powerful the Capitol Police are. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, okay. You know, right. You know, okay, right, right. And then I, I talk with Speaker Johnson, and Speaker Johnson tells me, to you know, his lips to my ears, that he says, I have 100% authority over the the distribution of those videos. I can I can either let them out or not. It's, it's, all, it's all on me. And then all of a sudden they stop. There's not been anything released in weeks. And suddenly it stops. Get back with my sources. They said, I told you, it's the Capitol Police. Why is the Capitol Police so powerful? They know where all the bodies are buried. They know who buried them. 
They know who's sleeping with who. They know everything. Jeez. And they are the they are the personal security guards of Congress. It's That's why they're so powerful. Amazing that uh, it was said that this is Nancy Pelosi's police force. The speaker has control. Mm-hmm. Well, she might have, but according to you, Johnson doesn't. There's somebody more powerful than him. Uh, all right. Best of luck. We'll keep you in your prayer uh, in in our prayers. And uh, please, please stay in touch and tell us how we can help. Well, we're not going to stop working, so Good. I'll tell you that. Thank you. And we'll try to get you a flip-flop sponsorship. So yeah. you, Can we do that? Yeah, yeah we're going to work yeah, on yeah. that for you. You need an orange <laughs> jumpsuit to make it even easier for the feds. Call this number. Glenn Thanks. Beck. The day may come when you and your family have to defend yourself, uh, and it may come that you need lethal force. That happens. It's your right as an American to defend yourself. And if you feel threatened, life threatened, you have a you have a right to defend yourself in a lethal way. I'm one of the most pro Second Amendment uh, people you'll meet. That being said, not every emergency situation you're going to come across necessarily calls for killing someone. That's my biggest fear. You pull a gun, you better be able to kill. And if you're wrong, you're in real trouble. You're in real trouble. For those situations, there's a Berna launcher. Berna, B-Y-R-N-A. Berna launcher. It looks just like a gun, but it is less than lethal. It's what the cops are. They're starting to replace all of their tasers with Berna launchers because they're just much better. You can be within 60 feet and incapacitate somebody for 40 minutes. That's enough time to get your family to safety. Burna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Burna dot com slash Glenn. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. You can get access to Steve Baker's reporting and so much more. Use the promo code Glenn and save 20 bucks off Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We, uh, we were just talking to one of our investigative reporters. This, by the way, he does this work and we can assemble it. When you do investigative work, it's not usually just one guy. It is a team. And then you have to go and vet every single thing that they come back with. Some independent person on our staff has to go through it line by line, make sure, got to go through attorneys, everything else. I mean, we are very buttoned up and um this is why your subscription to the blaze is so important to us um you know now he's going possibly to prison he's turning himself in they're going to put him in leg irons tomorrow and an orange jumpsuit and march him in front of a uh, a judge i mean this is a journalist. This is a journalist. He is the guy who has gotten a lot of the tape out and was, was the guy who was really putting the pieces together before anybody else was putting them together. And, uh, and that's why they're after him. And I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a, uh, a coincidence that it's the blaze. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's lots of people that have reported on this. Why is the blaze reporter the one? I think that's it's true, and it's one of the reasons why uh, I've been really 
clear about this that Joe Biden deserves to be reelected and Bidenomics is working. That. I am right. You know, it, it really is. So is. People it's, keep complaining about it, but they're they should wrong. Eat cereal. And yeah, just have cereal at yeah, night. Cereal. You know, there's and so I, many that, good choices. Man, that Inflation Reduction <laughs> Act has really worked. It's amazing. Uh, I mean, here's a guy, especially in the context of what's going on in the world today, where we have people who are lighting buildings on fire, who are raping uh, are children, raping children, or doing all sorts of terrible things and being let off almost immediately. Who are being uh, let off into the street? Illegal immigrants are going around and being arrested 15, 16, 17 times, released into the streets, and then committing murders. And we're going to have Steve Baker in leg irons. I mean, this and is not incomprehensible. A single journalist will lift yeah, a finger. That's a great point. Those, uh, excuse my language, no. <laughs> but those sons of bitches that are going to do that, that it, they are. It's true. Reprehensible. Reprehensible. They won't lift a finger when every time, every time in my career, a journalist has come under persecution and their First Amendment right has been infringed on or even attempted to be infringed on. I stood with them. Yeah, you've been very clear on that over your entire career. And I think not one of them will care. It's fascinating, too, because look. You can go down the line here. If we, Steve Baker mentioned, we may be seeing some of this video of him, A Day in the Life of Steve Baker on January 6th. If we see that and Steve takes a flagpole and knocks it over the head of a police officer, I'm uh, done. I'm 100% done. I love, you know, Steve's great, but, you know, look, if he commits a crime, he commits a crime and he should be in trouble for that. If what we see in the video is him uh, being a journalist, uh, I, I, you're right. Every journalist should be on in his side on this. And like, you can even find a line probably if you're, you know, at the New York times, of course, where there were people who New York who, times went through the window. Steve went through the door. Right. No, believe me. I, I, I'm not making this as a case, uh, in comparison even here, I, but I, but like, I actually believe a New York times journalist in the middle of that situation should be allowed in the Capitol should not be charged with a crime. I don't think he, just like Steve Baker, I don't think they should. We should be able to see what was going on in an event like that. I'm glad we have the video of it. Um, but like, you know, you could maybe make an argument that there were some people there that like, you know, are social media personalities who were, I don't know, taking video of stuff that, and they weren't really being journalists, right? Maybe you could argue that with some of them. To me, again, I think the line is pretty clear when you talk about vandalism or certainly assault on an officer or whatever. There are pretty bright lines there. Uh, but like everything I've heard about what Steve did that day and also we're going to see in this video, I believe, is you know, see Baker documenting what, what was going on in the Capitol. As he mentioned, not participating. If, if the video proves otherwise, we will call it out. But like a guy who's been a journalist for a long time, he's been doing this work for a long time. Uh, he's currently now working with a major conservative media organization talking about this stuff. It is absolutely unbelievable that there isn't just basic support from the journalist community. Now, it's unbelievable in a normal context. In this context, yeah. in this world, I, uh, it's of exactly what I would expect. Yeah. But in reality, it should be a situation where people on the left are out there saying this is crazy. ACLU and should be all over this. Yeah. And they won't be. No. 
They I won't. Don't, I don't think we'll see anything like that. Nope. And that is, uh, that's, I mean, beyond wrong. You know, again, these are supposed to be principles you care about. And occasionally, you, you think maybe there is some crossover. As you point out, Glenn, many times you have supported left-wing journalists who have been targeted by administrations. And, and for doing things that I don't approve no. of. No. I don't, don't, doesn't help my side. Nope. But it doesn't matter. We, our side is supposed to be the Constitution and Bill of Rights. That, that's what it should be. You don't put uh, journalists in jail. You know who that makes you? Putin. You know who else that <laughs> makes you? Uh, Zelensky from Ukraine. That's who that makes you. It makes you Hugo Chavez. It makes you Stalin. It makes you every dictator ever in history. Not America. Boy, I tell you, there is a there's a reckoning that is coming, just like there was with Woodrow Wilson. There's a reckoning coming. He was doing the same thing. The Alien and Sedition Act, where he was putting journalists in jail. He put a priest in jail because he decreed that you couldn't speak German in America at any time. This priest is giving last rites to a guy who I think may have had a heart attack in the middle of the street. And the guy was German and the priest could speak German. And he gives him last rites in the speech in the street in German. He went to prison. That's Woodrow Wilson's world. We're living in it now. And if we can escape this time, like we did last time, we're going to be very fortunate. And they, these people will be remembered as the worst of the worst. You're not on the winning side. You're putting journalists in jail. You're not on the winning side. Back in just a second. Let me talk to you about my Patriot supply. Things might look bad, but, uh, you know, at least we don't have to worry about a nuclear Okay, no. All right, now. Okay, things look bad right now, and we <laughs> kind of do have to worry about that. Did you see that Putin released yesterday the things that would cause a nuclear war that would launch? Uh, any NATO uh, country that is uh, crosses their border, any time that they are up against troops that they can't handle, they're overwhelmed by. Nuclear. I mean, it's it's a lot, lot lower threshold than we have. Mm. Uh, just to just throw that in for you. Hopefully, saner you know people will reign. <laughs> anyway, there are sixteen food and drink varieties that are in your My Patriot Supply uh, bucket. You're uh, not going to get bored with selection. The meals contain over two thousand calories a day. So it'll get you through an emergency, an emergency situation. They're sealed in incredibly durable packaging. They last up to 25 years. And you can stock up on all the food kits your family needs right now at MyPatriotSupply.com. Get a four-week food kit right now for $60 off. You'll get free shipping. You can protect yourself, protect your family. Start preparing now at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. 
Get even more Glenn. Subscribe to the Glenn Beck Podcast anywhere podcasts are found. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Tomorrow I'm going to bring you another update from Canada. Uh, this time it is really disturbing. I mean, not not that last one wasn't disturbing. The last update from Canada was, hey, mentally handicapped people, th- they can get medical suicide uh, as well. I mean, we want to include everybody. Wow. So now you can liquidate in Canada the... Uh, the mentally handicapped or the handicapped just because they're handicapped. Oh, that's, that's, no, that's a, that's progress for you. Well, here's Justin Trudeau, um, making a, a new law. Now it's in parliament, so it hasn't passed yet. It's bill C 63. It's the online harms act. Ooh. And, uh, you know, it has, you know, uncontroversial things like, you know, tackling child pornography online, blah, blah, blah. Uh, However, it has hate speech rules as well. Uh, The government will define hate speech. And according to the Trudeau government, the bill would, quote, create stronger online protection for children, better safeguard everyone in Canada from online hate and other types of harmful con, uh, content. Um, so what they're going to do is um, they're establishing a, a brand new legal and legislative regulatory framework. Uh, they're going to create a new digital safety czar and a definition of hatred is going to be put into the criminal code. So when somebody sees something that is hateful or hate propaganda offenses, they're they're establishing with this a standalone hate crime offense and creating an additional set of remedies for online hate speech. Now, I don't like hate speech, but online hate speech, now it's really bad. So um, if you uh, express detestation or vilification of an individual or group of individuals on the basis of a prohibited ground of discrimination and that given the content which is communicated is likely to foment uh, more vilification of an individual or a group of individuals on the basis of such prohibited ground, you can face, are you ready? Life in prison for digital hate speech. Life in prison. Okay, all right. I mean, if you're found guilty, you have, uh, you'll have uh, $90,000. I think this is maybe the first time you express something like, I don't like Justin Trudeau. $90,000, 70000 will go to the government and 20% to the victims 
or a group that really cares about those victims. Okay. Um, and then you also could get life. Life. Trudeau suggested the criticism of C-63 and the notion that it's, uh, uh, it's basically censorship. Uh, he said that's just misinformation from the right. Which I would imagine will be another crime <laughs> at some point. That's crazy. It really is incredible. I mean, Canada has been doing some of this stuff for a while now. They've been, you know, there's been famous cases where they've targeted individuals. I mean, Jordan Peterson being one of them uh, for quote unquote hate speech. And forcing him to go into a re-education program. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. You know, the, the whole... You think, I don't know, maybe it's American culture, and I think one of the great things about America is that when you have sort of a popular uprising of sorts, things tend to change a little more often. But like the trucker thing in Canada didn't change anything there. It made it worse. It made, it made them crack down even harder. And you know they don't want that type of pushback in their country, and they're going to do everything they can to stop it. Luckily, we do have protections that other nations they do don't. not, but they're fading Fading quickly, as we just talked about with Steve Baker just moments ago. Uh, that the same protection that should there's an amendment that covers a lot of this stuff, and it's supposed to protect you against these types of actions from the government. I mean, it's fundamentally what it's supposed to do. You know, it's not supposed to mean you know everyone's like, oh well, this I should be allowed to do X, Y, and Z, and and people love to stretch what the First Amendment does, but what it really is supposed to do is protect you from the government. Expressing, a lot of times, anti-government ideas. Thomas Jefferson said, the biggest threat to the Constitution is a government that doesn't enforce the Constitution. Basically, what we're doing right now, if the government doesn't enforce it, then you don't have a country. You don't have a country. You, have something, you don't have America. You have something else. You can call it America, but it's... Not the United States of America anymore. Please pray for Steve uh, going into possibly prison, uh, but definitely jail tomorrow. Uh, we don't know what the charges are, but we will keep you up to speed on that, probably in the show tomorrow, uh, bring you up to speed on, on what's happening. Um, this, again, is why we really ask you to join Blaze TV. Um, our back is going to be pushed up against the wall and all of us are going to be called on to stand. And uh, we sure would like your support as they start uh, to come after people like us. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save. Join us at BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code Glenn. All right podcast is going to happen today uh we'll tell you about it tomorrow comes out this afternoon the glenn beck program